Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you who work so hard for your money, you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's about creating a life of impact and meaning because as you're blessed financially, you can create a ripple effect through the lives of others. Guys, I appreciate you letting me create that ripple effect through you. Appreciate you binging and sharing and, and just being amazing at making this work in your life too. That is what makes it rewarding for me. Thank you for taking action on it. Hey, quick shout out to those of you guys that are out in my home state, Oregon, or even the state of Utah here. I know many people don't realize, actually, I'm here in Utah. And had a few people say, wait, you're here? Yes, I am. Here with my eight kids and wife and everything else. So yeah, I'm here. But I just want to do a shout out to you guys. And, uh, and a quick shout out to moneyripples.com. You know, check that website out as well. Hey guys, quick shout out to our sponsor, American Homeowner Preservation. Hey guys, if you want to make a great rate of return with little money out of pocket, even as little as a hundred bucks and do it while helping other people as well, check these guys out. The website's fundingahp.com. The way they do it, they crowdfund money, people's money together to go and help essentially become the bank. They buy people's mortgages that are defaulting, people that are late on their mortgages. They help them refinance, stay in their home and or sell their home so that they can be in a better financial position. And the cool thing is, is that they pay awesome returns and they pay it monthly. And like I said, you can invest with as little as a hundred bucks. So check them out. Websites, fundingahp.com. That's F-U-N-D-I-N-G-A-H-P.com. Check them out. Hey guys. So today I want to talk about some common infinite banking myths. So many of you know that I actually design infinite banking policies. Now, for those of you that aren't, don't realize what this is, this is where we leverage things like whole life insurance. Uh, don't use this with universal life. It doesn't work the same. There's not the, quite the same leverage on the double dip effect. In fact, there is no double dip effect using universal life policies. But with whole life, I can actually use this as my tax-free higher returning savings account that I can use to go and invest in real estate and things like that. It's also a great place to store money just sitting around. If you got money to sit in, in emergency savings anyways, get better, no better way to diversify than putting it somewhere where it's tax-free, protected from lawsuits and creditors, and it's paying you more than point nothing percent like at the bank. But there's a lot of common myths that I hear taught by these other insurance salespeople out there, right? Like there's a lot of insurance salespeople that don't understand money. They don't understand investing, you know, especially like how to become financially free, right? But they just are selling a product. They're product peddlers. And again, it's nothing against them. It's just how they're trained by insurance companies to sell. Uh, this is why, by the way, I don't like to attend any insurance trainings, you know, from different insurance companies because they come from the mindset that's so closed and so much just like, here's the death benefit, here's how it works. But the way I use it, I love using this as a living benefit. Yeah, I've got the death benefit too, which is great. You know, I'm, I'm glad I can take care of my family in case I'm not around. But even more fun is if I can leverage this cash by designing these right, you know, where I design with the lowest cost, highest ROI possible. I call it max ROI infinite banking to make this work. Now, 
here's what I come across. So many of you guys will reach out to me and you'll say like, hey, I've been looking at this. I've been researching this, you know, or I even have some other infinite banking policies I was sold and the person's a great person, right? And again, financial advisors, you know, insurance reps, they're, they're for the most part, the vast majority are very kind-hearted, well-meaning people, but they just don't know how to do it. Or two, they're not willing to cut their commissions enough to make it work in your favor versus theirs. And so I want to talk about some of these myths that, uh, that we see more common, even in the real estate investing alternative investment space, uh, things that just aren't true. Okay. So number one, this is great for all investments. You should be using your infinite banking policy for everything, for, you know, for investments and bill pay and all that kind of stuff. Well, first and foremost, this is not good for all investments, right? Um, first off, understand that uh, even before first off, I guess it would be pre-first off, prequel to my first off, is, is that this is not an investment. This is just a savings vehicle, right? When you have insurance, it's a death benefit that has a savings vehicle. It's a tax-free savings and that sort of thing. But when you use it for investing, you've got to be careful. Just like when I talked about what to use debt for and not to use debt for. And really using money for anything, you want to be careful. This is not something you go and try to invest this in the stock market. Yes, you can do it, but don't put it into things that are speculative. You know, don't put this into buying Bitcoin. As some people ask about that, like, no, don't do that. You know, there's still an interest rate of fixed. Your value is not secured. If you're going to do investments, they should be things that are backed by secured assets. So when I talk about real estate investing, that's a great place you can use it. You know, it could be different funds. Like I know a lot of you guys, like some of you guys, if you've been using the strategy already, some of you guys also have money with like, American Homeowner Preservation, like we've talked about on the show, or Secured Investment Corporation, and you're letting those returns come. Now, understand those returns are not guaranteed, so you got to be careful again. Uh, but even if you use your own cash, it's not guaranteed there either, right? But just understand that you want to be careful with this because you don't want it to blow it up. You don't want to blow up in your face, you know? Uh, so is it good for all investments? The answer is no. No, it's not. Uh, definitely, I do not agree with using it for speculative type of investments, which I really don't call investments. As you know, I call it gambles. You know, they're more like for what gamblers use. If you're going to use it, use it for secured assets. Um, use it to leverage the borrow from it to do that. I prefer cash flowing investments. That's my number one. Cash flowing has got to be key. Um, so like when I buy a property, you know, if I know that I can borrow from it, you know, say I borrow a hundred thousand, it's going to make me a thousand bucks a month with those properties. Great. Use that money to pay back towards that loan, that line of credit, pay it back and get that double dip effect, right? In business, it can work great, especially if it's your business. If you control it, right? You you know you can manipulate it. The returns, I mean, not, not manipulate people, but manipulate the returns inside your business, your own company. You can make it better. You can control. You have better control of it. And that's the same with all kinds of investments. If you have better control, there's more peace of mind when you use this. So you can use it in business. You know, I have people that say, hey, I can go buy a piece of equipment. And that equipment will start cash flow or revenue, bring in more revenue in my company. Great way to use it. By the way, that's what Walt Disney did. You know, if, for those that don't know the story about Disney World in Florida, when he went to buy the land, the banks wouldn't give him money. They thought he was crazy for buying all the swamp land out in the middle of Florida, in the middle of nowhere. But he said, hey, I, I'll put my own collateral. I'll put my own money in. What did he do? He put his cash value on, from his whole life policies. He put that up for actual collateral. And by the way, it's not just, I thought it was maybe an urban legend taught among insurance agents. But I actually watched a documentary about Walt Disney and they said that very same thing, that he went, used his insurance, his life insurance as collateral for the purchase of that land in Orlando before the banks would come in with their own money. So yeah, it can be used for that kind of stuff as well. It could be great use. So 
So usually for, again, I think secured type investments, especially if they're cash flowing, it's something that's going to create a, a better return, whether it be in your business or something that you're doing. Uh, even if you're an active investor in real estate, this is an amazing tool to use, uh, especially if there's a high turnaround, if you're flipping real estate properties. The great thing about using this money is that, you know, one, you don't have to pre-qualify, you ask the bank for money. This is the way you can fund it yourself. But two, what's really cool is that you can actually use this money and not pay any payments towards it. Where a bank or a hard money lender say, I want monthly payments, pay me, right? And they want points too. There are no points on this. They pay, charge you a simple 5% per year interest on, you know, on most insurance companies. There are some that are like 6% like Guardian and things like that. But most companies are like 5% or right around there. Or if you get a bank, you know, uh, you do get a bank line of credit using your life insurance as leverage, you might even get as low as 3.25 right now. So there's, there's great ways to leverage it. And then you can go and use that money. Now, if you use the insurance company, there's no monthly payments required. They'll charge you interest, but you're not having to come out of pocket to pay the interest right then. So if it takes you six months to renovate and flip a house, great. You can do it with no extra money out of pocket. You just leverage it. And then you can use those proceeds to pay any little interest you were charged. Plus pay back the loan or do whatever you want with that money after you've made that profit. So great way to use it, uh, especially if it's shorter term. Now, if you're doing a long-term project, uh, it's a little bit questionable. Like if you're saying like, hey, this could take three or five years before I get any kind of payout on this thing. You may not want to use it. Um, some people ask me about syndications. You know, should I use it for syndication? Well, maybe, maybe not. Because if they don't have a preferred return, maybe you're only making 3% that first year, you could be losing an interest in those first few years. So again, it's case by case, but that's the kind of thing that we discuss a lot of times when we, we do those, we design those kind of plans. Uh, myth number two, and I kind of mentioned this with this, is it great for bill pay? There's people, and the, if you read the books from Nelson Nash, for example, Become Your Own Banker, right? Uh, and, and other people will talk about using this as your for paying your monthly expenses. So you borrow from it for your month's expenses, and then you go turn around and use the pay it. Much like if people will talk about using that same strategy for, for home equity lines of credit, right? You know, borrow from it and then pay back in with your paychecks. Um, I'll just tell you from my own experience and from running numbers, it's a waste of time and energy. Yes, you might make a few bucks extra interest by doing it that way, but the amount of work and organization you have to have and the, and the fact that pulling money in and out is not always super simple. It's not like you just walk into a bank and pull money out, right? You got to request it. It could take a week to two weeks to get the money from the insurance company. Um, you could have some check writing capabilities using like when you have over a hundred thousand bucks, you can start leveraging banks instead and maybe have some ability to use it more flexibly there. But for the most part, it's just a pain in the neck. You really don't want to do that. So when I hear people say, oh, I can use this for paying my bills, everyday bills, don't do it. Not worth it. Seriously, I think the reason that it's been taught that way is because those insurance guys are trying to sell you more insurance. They're trying to convince you of something that's already an amazing product, amazing vehicle you can be using and trying to spin it like you want to put more money in it. Just put all your paycheck in it. Bull. Don't do that. That is not how it work, works. Now, the times I do think it can work is if you're paying something annually. It could be like your homeowner's insurance. We pay that annually or car insurance, especially if you can save on costs. It could be paying your taxes. Those kind of things, great. You're using it on the occasion. But I believe that simplicity is best. You know, don't muck it up. Don't make it super complex to where you don't even know what's up or down, left or right. You know, that kind of stuff is just a lot more work, a lot more management. And I like to have a, not just have a good ROI on my money. I like to have a good ROI on my time. And so, you know, maybe you feel differently, but I think that that's absolutely just not worth saving a couple bucks of interest or making an extra couple bucks off of what you could be doing, having that money in savings and checking. 
bills. I pay my bills like every other person does. I use a checking account to pay my bills. But for the bigger purchases and stuff, I'll use my life insurance, you know, the one-time type of things. Um, many Here's another myth that comes with this is that you should use this to buy your house or buy your cars. They'll say, hey, now you can just pay yourself, you know, like buy your cars with this, this cash value and then, you know, you're not, you're not even in debt. Like now you pay yourself back. Understand when they say pay yourself back, that's a half truth. Because the, the truth is that when you borrow from the insurance company, they charge you interest that gets paid to the insurance company. That's a big, big myth. I even venture to say almost a lie or a half lie, which is basically a lie when the insurance agents try to tell you that. They're like, yeah, you're paying yourself back with interest. No, you're not. Now, what they're trying to say is, Rather, now they're coming from a Dave Ramsey perspective, right? A very strict saver perspective is of someone who's against, you know, paying, you know, against getting debt. They're more cash only type people. They want to pay cash for things. They're saying instead of paying cash for your car or cash for your house, use a life insurance instead because you can get that leverage on it. Now that's true. That's absolutely true. But understand you're still paying the insurance company or the bank the interest. You're not getting paid that interest. You get paid interest on the cash value, but that happens whether you borrow from it or not. That's the magic of it is that when you do borrow from it, it earns money over here while you're making money on your investments over here. But when you're using it for purchases like cars or homes, it's not worth it because here's why. Say you pay 5% a year or even 6% a year on that loan for the insurance company. Well, if I can get that same loan from a bank, like a mortgage, and I can get that mortgage for 3% or I'm actually buying a property right now and getting 2.75% on a jumbo loan, 2.75% and then I might even be able to write off the interest depending on the tax laws. That's a no brainer. I'm going to go with the bank every time. Why would I pay 5% to insurance company when I can have the money grow unencumbered inside the insurance plan and just get 2.75% from my bank? Same thing with car loans. I can just go get a much cheaper loan from the bank and do it that way. I Here's how I use my life insurance. One is a store of cash. So I store money in there for my emergency reserves. I keep at least two thirds of my emergency fund inside my life insurance because not only is it protected from losses and creditors, but it's going to make a lot more than point nothing percent in my bank. And then I get taxed on point nothing percent in my bank. Secondary thing I use it for is I use it for those kind of purchases where I know I create cash flow because I want that, those returns to come in, those good solid investments to come back. So I use it for that kind of thing to get that double diff effect. I might use it in business as well and say, hey, okay, I can get a return on my business. Let's put it here. I, I, you know, occasionally, you can even consider to use it for like marketing purposes or whatever might generate more revenue in your company. That can be great, right? It could be research and development to generate more revenue. Again, it has to be something that produces returns back. But don't use it to buy cars, to buy houses when you can get such cheap money through the banks. Don't use it to pay for your normal everyday bills because that just creates a lot of complexity. And you want this to be simple and easy. And definitely, like, again, like we've mentioned before, is we're not using this money to use in any kind of investment. It's got to be the right investments. So those are the things that the myths that I hear that, again, I, I know they're well-intentioned people, but there's a lot of salespeople out there trying to sell more insurance to you. And you don't need that. You can do, you design it the right way. You can design it around where it doesn't become a distraction in your life. It actually becomes a help to you, not just a, a complex piece of junk that you don't even know how to use, right? Why, why get the best thing that could be the best thing in the world if you don't know how to use it? And by the way, most people that try to sell you that stuff saying you should use it this way, don't even have the best cost design behind it. So it costs you more money anyways, paying them more commissions and making you less money. So anyways, 
My point is, is that be careful. Don't buy into all these myths. Life insurance, when you use it and design it the right way, it doesn't need all those extra little bells and whistles to try to sell it because just using it for me as an emergency fund and for investments, and especially with my real estate investing and things like that, that is enough to make plenty of money to make it a no-brainer. So it doesn't need all that other junk, those other lies and myths to sell it. You don't need it that way. It can be perfect. And by the way, yes, even if you're in your 50s, maybe even early 60s, it can still be a great tool to use. Once you get in your 70s, maybe not so much. But uh, you know, I get a lot of people that say, well, I'm in my 50s. Does it still work? The answer is yes. I'm, going to my, I'm in my mid-40s right now, and it works great. So anyways, my point is this, guys, that if you're going to use the right vehicle, I want you to do it right, and I want you to do it with eyes wide open. You have the truth. You know how it works. That's the way it should be. If you got any questions on this, you can always reach out to us on our website, moneyripples.com. In any case, guys, I hope this was valuable. I hope it helps you be able to leverage this better if you already have it or in the future know what to look out for. I hope you make a wonderful and prosperous week. See you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.